With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Torepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Good evening, tennis fans. We're back with another Game to Love podcast. And this one, a bit somber news, unfortunately. Dominic Team. we were hoping to be seeing him playing in Australia. Unfortunately, it looks like we will not be seeing Dominic Team. The injury woes continue and he will be uh, pulling out of the tournament and we'll be seeing him probably... When the clay courts start, I would have thought it doesn't look like he's going to be uh, participating in anything Australian this year. Uh, a bit sad about that. How about you, JG? Yeah, definitely. Makes sense, though. I can see he's taken a little bit longer than expected to come back from his injury. We'll see him on the clay courts where he's at his best. Um, yeah. I know we've seen some really good form recently on hard courts, but still, he's got that clay court sort of roots. And that's where we, we're going to see him, I think, doing really well. Um, it's just a bit a bit annoying, if anything, because we're having now a lot of concerns who's going to be at this Australian Open. Um, yeah. No one's really withdrawn as of yet, apart from sort of Federer mm. and Wawrinka and some of them guys. But we're not sure who's going to be there. And I feel like uh, Dominic team, this can be a really big year for him because you've got the Dow not looking the same. Federer certainly not off the pace. Um, and with Djokovic as well, we don't know what he's going to be doing with a lot of pressure on him defending so many points. Um, I think it's going to be really difficult for him to sort of maintain the levels of last year when he had probably one of his best ever seasons uh, up there with sort of 20, was it 2011 and stuff. Yeah. So Dominic team, this was a really good chance for him. And now we're not going to be seeing him. Um, it kind of sucks. I totally agree, mate. He's the one, one of the players on the tour, which I really look forward to playing every time he actually gets onto the court. One of the players who was actually challenging Djokovic really a little bit before he uh, got this injury. 
won that Grand Slam in the US Open. It was super exciting. We were pumped to see how he would perform the next year uh, after that final uh, US Open push. Like, obviously, it was the last Grand Slam of the year in 2020, and he's just been a non-entity in 2021. Super sad. Some, someone who's gone from literally like the 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 pinnacle and the, the yeah. summit. He reached the summit. He was really, the, he was up there with the very best. Yeah. He, he was beating Rafa. He was beating um, yeah. Djokovic regularly. And I liked that whole dynamic. Even against Medvedev, he seemed to be able to go toe for toe with Medvedev. Yeah, beat well, he's him beating him a lot straight of times. sets yeah. in in slams. And yeah, the, it seems like it's a it's a long way off that now. I mean, if you put them up against each other now, I think that Medvedev would probably do the reverse to him. If I'm yeah. honest, I don't see Dominic team competing maybe not on with... the clay but definitely on the yeah, hard oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely i don't think well even now that like, you you don't know because dominic team if this injury is uh really bad i'm glad that he's giving it the attention it deserves yeah it needs some time I'm, yeah exactly and i think it's one of those things isn't it he could still have like a good say seven years or something left on the tour or something like that maybe more if he uh like listens to his body at the right times and i don't think it's the time to make a rash rash decision and just come in and just try and wipe people off the court because you could just ruin the next six years or something of your career and that's very very important for somebody who can potentially win more slams uh i just hope he's there for the french that's all i'm gonna say yeah, we've got some good comments coming in. Oli Patone mm. here saying, we all know what happened to Delpo uh, with yeah. his wrist injuries. Let's hope it doesn't happen to Dominic, of course. A wrist injury as a tennis player, I might be a bit biased myself, but I think it's probably the worst you can get. It's got to be up be. there. Shoulder, What could be wrist, any worse? Than, well, the wrist is so important to play yeah. tennis. And if you're having issues with your wrist, you, you, well, you can't play, quite yeah. frankly. I know there's a lot mm. of injuries you could say the same about, but the wrist one seems to be probably one of the more frustrating ones because your body's sort of telling you you can do things. He can yeah. run around and cover the court just like normal, but the wrist just won't allow him to, which is just really sad. And we know what's happened with Del, Del Potro. We keep thinking, is this year going to be the year he returns? It doesn't look like it's ever going to happen now. Um, yeah, and when we do see him, it'll so. be like a send-off sort of match by the, by the looks of it, um, yep. if at all. We've got Egg then sort of following up, saying team probably going to be a Del Potro one slammer. Do you think that could be team's destiny? One slam and gone. It's possible uh, if he. That that's my big worry is because while you're out uh, injured, even though he's like one of the best players in the sport, everybody else is still progressing whilst he's out, and you got to take that into consideration. Medvedev's not the same Medvedev that yeah, team beat not. straight, straight yep. sets in these grand slams. Zverev's now better mentally on the court. Casper Rude's now suddenly closing the gap as well, especially on the clay court. He's a yeah. he's and then you've got a, the like, Sinners, the Alcarazes, all of these new exactly. guys as well. I think um, Dominic Team's coming back to the tour in a very different place to where he left it, and he's going to have a mm. little bit of a shock. He's not going to be no longer that guy. Uh, even on the clay courts, we see Sissipas. He's not been yeah. getting much of a mention with regards to his tennis recently. But he, for me, was still the best clay quarter. Of 2021, I thought he was phenomenal until that final on Roland Garros, which he played pretty well. Uh, Djokovic just went into another level and played amazingly when it mattered. But Sissipas was the sort of the prince of clay, taking it from Dominic Team. Yeah. So we've got that dynamic as well. Is Team going to be able to even beat Sissipas now? I think it's going to be really tough. I think 
a lot of players are going to struggle to beat Sissipas. I'm hoping that we get to see the same Sissipas yeah, that we agreed. did at the beginning of last year. He looks like no one else could stop him, I don't think, other than Novak Djokovic. I mean, and it seems to be the way in a lot of these players, they're getting to their first slam finals and they're coming up against Djokovic. And it's just recipe for disaster, really. Like you saw, uh, obviously, Dominic team. he suffered in Australia. He was uh, in a winning position, lost. Uh, and he obviously seen it again. We saw Berrettini in Wimbledon, lost. And you've seen, uh, obviously, there with Sissipas, two sets up, lost. Medvedev, when he played him in Australia, lost. It's just uh, when you play him on the first time, it's always just a, a a bit of a shock. I think you're not used to being in the slam final. Djokovic has been there umpteen times before. And I think now we might see a, a slight change. If they were to meet them again, uh, meet him again, rather, I think you do see a change because players, they've, they've been there before and then they make the adjustment like Medvedev in the US Open. You saw a lot less nerves yeah. and uh, was able to hold, like hold hold his nerve in the big moments a lot better. I think that's what it is. It's holding your nerve and it's the mental side as much as anything else. Uh, let's yeah. actually look at some of the tweets. As you see, Dominic Team, the latest high-profile player to withdraw from the event. Um, and that also obviously includes the ATP Cup. We'll next be seeing him, I believe, in, I think it's Cordoba in yeah. Argentina. I think that's the big one where there's going to be a few players there. I saw Diego Schwartzman sort of wishing him um, a, a safe return to tour and looking forward to seeing him back, which will be great. And there's a good reason, really good players in this sort of South American swing, the oh, clay court sure. swing. Um, I can't wait for some of these events because you've got Casper Rude, who you could say is probably the one to beat <laughs> if he's yeah. entering them. Uh, yeah. And then some really Sports good players man. sort of in and around as well, who's going to be challenging. Serendolos as well. Can't yeah. wait to see them back in the South American swing. They're, I'm sure they'll be getting... I'm sure Juan Manuel will get a, a wild card as well. Oh, I think both of them... Uh, are you Baez? Yeah, Baez. Like you've got you've got, got some amazing players that are, were waiting to come into that clay court swing again. Um, I think the back end of last year has been really good for some of them. I'm quite... Uh, then the name that no one uh, brings up is obviously Talon Griexport. I think that we, that's a name that could start creeping more and more into the forefront in 2022. He won, what was it, eight challenges in a row at the back end yeah. of a... Uh, no, not in a row, sorry. I think it, it was five in a row. In a row yeah. Eight in the whole year, but five in a row, which is... There's a record on the challenges. And crazy. The best player by by some distance. No one no one could stop him. Uh, if we just wind back to Dominic team, let's have yeah, a look sure. at his statement. It's quite a long one, I this know. One. Sorry, um, apologies. I was just, already halfway yeah, through it. So, Do you want to have a look at this first? Or yeah, this is the, this the big news. Let's, no, yeah. let's get to the top because it is quite a long bit. Maybe I'm not going to read it all out. I've changed my mind. Uh, but if we just read this, you can see Dominic Team, the first ATP top 15 player to withdraw from the Australian Open. We still don't know what Novak Djokovic is doing. We don't really know what Navrafa and the Dow's doing as well. Nope. We don't know the status of some other top players, whether they're vaccinated. We know you need to be vaccinated to go. I think so Medvedev and Sitsipas over there. They're, they're okay. I think they're both vaccinated and going. We, I think uh, Craig, is it Craig T Tiley? Craig Tilly. Yeah. He's come out yeah. and said that there's going to be, um, there is some players with special exemptions. So let's just wait and see with yeah. that. No more speculating. I think we've done it enough on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many podcasts about Djokovic and stuff. But Dominic team officially, he will not be there. And that's the first one to withdraw. And he's going to lose 1,200 points from the 2020 final, all the points are dropping off now and he's going to leave the top 40. That's this is mad, why I was it? pushing you, Ben, to do this podcast 
because I think it's really important we do do it before we do our sort of Crazy. top 10 uh, predictions for 2020 in the rankings. Uh, uh, because I'll tell you, I'll let you into something. I actually had Dominic Team sneaking into the top 10. I thought he could sort of maintain that position and have a really good year starting off in Australia. Since the news, I've ditched him. I've, I've knocked him off the top 10 completely and I've replaced him with someone. You'll have to wait and see for that one. We'll be doing them videos tomorrow night, I believe, for both the WTA and then an individual video, video for the ATP. Uh, but now, Dominic Team is going to be leaving the top 40. Yeah, you, can you believe this? He's going to be dropping below uh, Martin Fuchovic and uh, TFO, Bublik, uh, Alex Dimonor. Alcaraz will now be ahead of him as well. He's in 32nd in the world. I mean, it's pretty crazy. There's there's part of me. I, di I didn't, I know I don't want to really spoil our predictions. I didn't really consider Dominic team. I'm worried about the injury. He's not one that I was It surprised really... me that you didn't consider him. Not really even thinking about him. I'm he was so gonna... close to me. I think he definitely, listen, uh... Ben, I think we're just, you've got too much recency bias there. It's, it's not even team. about that. I'm All he has to do for me is play a, a good level, which he can do. And play at a few tournaments, and he can definitely reach top ten. He's that good. No, but I think that you're forgetting about the fact how how the games moved on as well. I think that team back then would have. I don't know. I'm not so sure if team now would because right. now you've got other players knocking on the door. You've got your Yannick Sinners, your Hubie Hercats. You've got your even someone like a Chapo on a good day could potentially uh, knock him out or. Maybe even a Karatsev, like people like that. There's a lot of people there. Fritz was looking good last year. There's there's too many people for my liking that on their day they don't have the injury worries that the Dominic team does. And if it, there's part of me that thinks that if it starts going badly in a match for him, it will take over like mentally for him. And I think we saw it in one of the matches that he had. Not uh. It was fairly recent. It was one of his last matches. But he just looked so out of sorts. I mean, obviously the injury was there, but you've seen other players fight through certain things uh, and he just looked like a beaten man on the court. It was just... I've never seen Dominic team like that on the court before and it made me really sad. Just I didn't... I, I because wish there's nothing have... you can do, man. The no. Wrist, so. No, exactly. I know. Just... It's... Just looking at that golden swing, which he will be—he's announced he will, that's, his, that's his aim to come coming mm. back for playing the full schedule of Cordoba, uh, BA, Rio, Santiago. Really, if if Dom, if we're being serious, Dominic team, you expect to be favourite for all of them, but he's not going to be now, is he? No, I think you'd have to look at the likes of sort of a Casper Rude and some of the others. Yeah. Uh, even if we see Alcaraz there, Swartzman, some of them guys, they could really pick up some titles. Um, and even if you're looking at sort of Ramos Vinolas against, say, yeah. a Dominic Team coming back, I think Team could struggle slightly. Uh, Alcaraz. Yeah, I said Alcaraz. Oh, you that. said him. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, uh, yeah Ramos Vinolas, I totally agree with you. I think that he could definitely be there in there. And someone like a Del Bonise maybe as well. Yeah. Like another player. All these players are solid clay court. But as you you mentioned, Ramos, he was in a final Uh Last year, wasn't he? Uh, he did very well. Now, didn't he beat beat Norrie in the final? Didn't yeah, he? Yeah, that was it. So he was down in the in the in the actual final and came back. But that that guy, uh, he keeps going. He's thirty three years old. It seems like he's been on tour forever, Ramos. But uh, <laughs> he's still yeah, maybe going. I'm bigging him up too much, and he's going to fall <laughs> apart this year. I don't want to do that. I always. Uh, 
I'm a little bit wary when uh, selecting him if I'm having a bet. I just feel that he has the self-destruct button underneath his racket that he's ready to press at any time. So We've got Orchid Panda here saying, while the doom and gloom about team, I think it's very uh, it's a very smart strategic move from him to withdraw from the Australian Open, start his season with smaller tournaments to build towards a slam. Uh, I kind of agree as well. I think maybe... Um, some people in the live chat, and certainly you have been a bit more doom and gloom about the situation, but I can understand where you're coming from. But like I was saying, I don't know if you missed it, mate, but I was very close to putting him in my top 10 for the year. I think he just yeah. misses out for me um, because he's got so much potential. And when he, if he get, can get to sort of 80% fitness, he's still up there and content competing for Grand Slams for me. He's that good. Yeah, I mean, we had him as our player of the year of 2020 uh, yeah. for good reason. I thought he had an outstanding year and he was just cl- he was close to winning two slams to be fair i just worry injuries worry me a lot in this sport and as we've seen from other players obviously trying to come back onto the tour delpo being one of them andy murray another person who's sort of starting to show signs but it's nowhere near the standard as before rafa now suffering suffering with injuries as well there's a lot of players who are it's difficult to rekindle the same level that you left the tour at. I mm. mean, that's the that's my main concern. I'm hoping I'm well, wrong. Let's have a look. Let's have a look where we last saw Dominic Team because I know it seems like a very sure. long time, um, and I couldn't really remember uh, the last time we saw Dominic Team. But well, in 2021, there his results were nine wins, nine losses. So just get the, the hard court and clay were and one on grass. Uh, was yep. it that that right? Yeah. Terrible, really. Uh, nine and nine. Uh, that's uh, I don't think we've uh, seen that type of result from him in so long. Uh, as you yep. see, going back down the years, it's always a very uh, lopsided win-to-loss ratio there for Dominic team. Yeah, but you can't criticise him for it. He's injured. And um, yeah. you can see the, the two seasons before, or just sorry, the season before that, he ended with the same amount of losses, only nine. Um mm but 25 wins and that was a f- fantastic season yeah um you could probably say the 2019 was even better look at that 49 for yeah. 19 yeah i mean so good i mean he's ever improving on the hard courts as well uh let's just have a look uh, i wanted to just go back to to see obviously when he won the u.s open there it was uh obviously against zverev there after two sets down after after that, we had the French, and obviously that was two weeks after. I don't think we can blame him really for going out to Schwartzman. He was had a five setter against Gaston, then Ridiculously another ridiculously good match as well. We had a yeah. good event there, impressive beating Casper Ruud, Chilich, Gaston. That was an epic. That Gaston one, and yeah. even the Schwartzman one was a really good match. So he was playing very good tennis here. Uh, no signs of injury. I'm not sure when the first signs were. Um, whether or not it was I think Vienna. Here. Or... Well, that was a different injury, wasn't it, in Vienna? That was when yeah. he had blisters and stuff like that on his feet. So it was nothing to do with the wrist. Sort of burnt out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then went out to Rublev again. Uh, well, I say it again. It was in the World no, Tour Finals. That was fine. Was... It didn't... No, it was okay, this one. He played very well in the World Tour Finals. Beat Djokovic, beat Nadal. Only oh, losing yeah, the finals to, to Medvedev. Um, about, yeah. yeah, and then you're moving on and... This was exhibition. That was the uh, right moving on ATP Cup. Uh, yeah, he lost to Berrettini. That was at the beginning of this year, wasn't it? 
And yep. then he had his Australian Open run where he had the massive match, which was against Nick Kyrgios in five sets, which was an epic. Came back from two sets down to win in five. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then that's when it started, really. I think this was sort of the beginning of the problems. Straight sets lost to Dimitrov. And I know I'm not going to say it again. Yes, that was the one I said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be like that. But that was probably because of the injury was starting there. He did beat Karatsev uh, in that next tournament in Doha. But then he did lose. All of the matches are becoming a lot closer. You can see like he's a big three set matches, all long drawn out affairs. And uh, yeah, losing to Batista Agut there in three. Then he lost to Lloyd Harris, remember, in Dubai. Yep. Lloyd Harris made the final there. Uh, had a good tournament. Then yeah, that's, was... when he, that's when he had took a break. And then you didn't, we didn't see yeah. him for a few months. Two um, months, yeah. Came back, lost to Zverev in, in Madrid. That can best pretty Eventual normal. winner. but Not, yeah, yeah. not bad. It's very, very good. I think he's going to win that event for many years to come. And yeah, just some of the more recent ones have been a lot more disappointing. Against mm. Martin, it wasn't, wasn't great sort of no. just about scraped for it, then lost to Sanego. And then from there on, did he win any others after that? I don't think he did. Uh, really. No, I don't no. think so. That was his and last And that was just the three losses. Manorino, Hart, and Cam Norrie um, with, the, with the last one in Mallorca. He's not he's not even finishing the match. So that was no. in Matt, uh, June time, 26th of June. Yeah, And he was winning as well. So it just goes to show how much it was plaguing him, that injury that you pull out from a winning position. It was worries. It, I think the ones that worried us the most, I think, were those three, though, like you're saying, before he uh, pulled out of that final one. That that Norrie one was very uncharacteristic. I know Norrie had a great year. Don't ever really see him beating team in straight sets like that, though, if team no. is on his... Uh, well, we've seen Norrie with Sissipas. You can't yeah. get any close to him. Exactly. and You'd expect the same. And the Andahar one, he was two sets up and he lost in five. And that's just team at the French. That's just that's never would happen if no. that's the real Dominic team playing. Very, very sad. And that just seemed to be sort of like the, the end of the year for him. I think the, the, he tried one on grass and it just didn't work out for him. The, that was in York, wasn't it? So, yeah. Very sad. Uh, sort of fall from grace, really. After the, the US Open big win, everyone was expecting big things from him and it's just sort of petered off a bit, unfortunately. Was it maybe too much tennis? I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. He was one of the ones, remember, during the lockdown, everyone was like, we just couldn't stop saying, oh, he's played like about 70 80 yeah, matches he can't, no, let's, let's be honest though he won a grand slam off the back of all of them matches so yeah he was it just happens he just got he just got injured and that happens it's, it's sport uh professional sport is, is it because of his work ethic and his over is he over training because remember he all these, potentially yeah, does that's yeah. like one thing like to take into account he's always there on the training courts hours and hours and hours like putting in the drills it's got to take a toll surely Definitely. Let's move on to the next subject away from Dominic team uh, on some more positive news. And we do have ATP Cup news. That's going to be starting start of January. Mm. And we have all the groups. I know we did do a little review. We'll do one probably closer to the time. Uh, but we do have some matches now, which we're going to be expecting to see uh, first off. Sure. Yes. 
And they're going to be, we've got Chile versus Spain to kick things off. Tabilo, uh, Calendio Busta. I think this is uh, TBC, all of these, right? Or are yeah. they announced? TBC, yeah. Yeah, we're not sure who's going to be the matchups, but it looks like we'll be having Chile versus Spain to start things off. And then in the evening, we're going to have Serbia versus Norway. Yes, that's a, well, there's the one big name there, which uh, has got an asterisk next to it at the moment. We're all sort of hanging, uh, waiting to see what is going to come uh, in the next few days in the headlines to see if we get a little statement. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's happening. Because we had the podcast the other day where someone had let us, well, someone from his team with information was like, Djokovic isn't going to be playing ATP Cup. And now mm. sort of there's been a sort of a retractment of that and maybe he will be playing it. Um, let's just wait and see. I'm not sure. I'm none the wiser. I, there's part of me that thinks that I just I I don't know. He, he I, could stop it though in just a very easy yeah. way by just announcing whether he's playing <laughs> or not. Where's the fun in that? Eh? <laughs> it's almost like he's giving the tennis media something to do in the off season. There's no tennis on, so Djokovic is going to keep us all uh, guessing for a few a couple of weeks or something, just until the next tennis match takes place. I'm not sure if he'll play the ATP. I don't know why. There's just part of me inside that thinks that the Australian Open might be the next time we see him. But I don't know. We're we're not to be known uh, in this. Uh, and plus, he's got to fly when. It kicks off in three days' time, the ATP Cup. So you better get over there sharpish because the jet lag isn't going to be too pretty, let me tell you. Well, I'm sure it's a bit nicer when you're on your own private jet, but... Uh... Well, will he be, though? That's the thing, because they're supposed to be all taking chartered flights over there. Uh, and they're not supposed to be flying. What, still the top, even the top players. I believe so. I think they wanted every, they all didn't. the players. Surely not. I think they. I do don't know. <laughs> I think there's different rules for the elite. I think there's always been that. Um, <sighs> and there's a lot of talk yeah. of medical exemptions as well. So let's see what happens with that. Um, was there anything else we wanted to cover on this one? No, I just uh, the the last one was just like a quote from team saying uh, his team had assessed all the matters and stuff like that and. They just changed his uh, tournament schedule. But yeah, that was more alluding to the same thing about Dominic team again, obviously pulling out of the tournament, sadly. Cool. Uh, yeah. I think we'll wrap it up there then. Anything, um, let me just think. There was something I wanted to say, which is very important, in fact. And mm. that is we will be doing a massive giveaway on Ooh. Game to Love, which will start <laughs> in January. Um, hey. So we're going to start that in January. And the giveaway is going to be Tickets for Roland Garros for two people for four days of your choice. So that can include sort of the semis and the final or before if you can't make that, whatever you want to choose. Um, they're grand... Grand tier, isn't it? Grand tier tickets. Yeah, I think uh, so. We have all of the details. And if you want to enter that, stay tuned to the channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and we'll be doing a video shortly on that. Uh, just letting you know how you can enter um obviously it's massive prize a big shout out to the people who arranged it we'll be giving all of that information shortly when we can uh but i'm just super pumped and excited for it uh that we get get to give you guys the fans who've been supporting us something back and a well a life-changing experience let's be honest because i've never been and i have the privilege of going myself and it is like it's going to be life-changing I've, i can't can't wait to go to Roland garros and i'm sure someone who's listening can't wait as well no, oh, mate, I totally echo that. I really, really cannot wait for Roland Garros. If you want the chance to uh, 
be involved with this giveaway hit the subscribe button share it with your friends as well and uh yeah just stay tuned to the channel and we'll be putting out uh some little posts soon to tell you how you can enter that yeah and uh make sure to join us tomorrow as well for our predictions video on the atp and wta there'll be two separate videos giving our top 10 and all the grand slam winners for the year our predictions you can let us know in the live chat we'll be going live on all of them uh, so hopefully see you guys then take it easy guys Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.